when God comes and calls me to his kingdom, I'll take all you sons of bitches when I go. You are now going off <laughs> with the Going Off podcast with RC and Views. Views, how you doing? Ah, uh, feeling fresh for 2022. You, you suckers. suckers! <laughs> We're going to start with Steve Scott Hip Hop. And the infinitely more cleverly titled Grim City 2000. Because who doesn't remember Sim City 2000, right? Oh, oh yeah. Remember, like, before The Sims? Was that, was that what it was, I was going for? It was Sim City. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's I right. mean, like, I remember those games. And you know what's weird? I never, like, my brain didn't connect that they were made by the same company. Oh, yeah, Maxis, so yeah. With, like, what they were doing, you know, one is, like, just about, like, specific, you know, people in the homes, and and one was the the one that I actually, I remember playing a lot more, the, um, the Sim City, where it was, like, yeah, you have to create a city, and every now and then, like, a, like, a huge ant or, like, a UFO will come by and destroy things or something like that. But I also remember Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was pretty, that was a pretty fun one. Did you ever play Herbs, Sims in the City? Oh no, with the Will I Am Black with the Eyed Black Eyed Peas? Abruga Baba in Ha! Abruga Baba in Or whatever the heck it was. <laughs> I fucking had that shit for PlayStation 2. I honestly, I admittedly played the fuck out of Herbs. It's not good, but it was oddly fun. What was the difference with Herbs? Is like finally black people or something? Why would they call it Herbs? Like what? That's the thing. It's it's not just, hey, you're you're at your house. Like, you're going to parties, you know, you're a DJ. And the big get, I imagine, is that you have to impress and make friends with all four members of the Black Eyed Peas. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you gotta you gotta meet up with Fergie, and Fergie <laughs> thinks you're cool. And that's like, oh well, yeah, Fergie thinks I'm cool, but what about Apple D app and Taboo? Yeah, I'm sure those were the shortest parts of the game. <laughs> they easily impressed Taboo. <laughs> Whoa, you want to talk to me? Yeah, I'm sure I'll approve your idea. You walk taboo. up and steal Apple's nose, and he's like, whoa! <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, and then they get the, the fifth chick that they kicked out early to be more famous. Oh, uh, no! <laughs> I don't mean to typecast you or anything here, but <laughs> you tend to be a little more forgiving with <laughs> with the indie hip-hop folks. So I'm going to hand it over to you first and get your opinions on uh, Steve Scott Hip-Hop's offering, Grim City 2000. First of all, his voice like sounded like a dude like on the train or or maybe like in his mom's like house or something like that, and he's trying not to like rap too loudly or sing too loudly. So that kept like affecting my ability to enjoy some of these songs. He's like, I put a nug into a thing and then I twist it. <laughs> that does paint a pretty accurate picture, I think. Okay, you know how you can rap on the on beat or the slight off beat of something, right? Like, um, you know, the beat's like one, two, three, four, and you go like uh, two, three. I drop a nug into a dozen, then I twist. That's how he was doing it, and it was like, but the way I was hearing it when it first happened, I thought it was I drop a nug into the butt, and then 
uh, like that's what I thought and it would have had just a little bit more swing to make me enjoy it a little bit more but then when I heard how it fit like more stilted into the chorus I was just like oh man this is taking away my enjoyability better because now it sounds more like stilted and just on the one instead of like you know what I'm saying slipping over it um but uh yeah, and then, you know, just some of the rhyming, like, some of the rhyming was good, but then it would just be like, it's a new chapter, I'm far from a novice, had a lot of preludes, seen a lot of obstacles, like, oh, come on, man. But yeah, and then a uh, track like Cloud 50, where he, he actually only says Cloud 9, but I don't know where the Cloud 50 came from, whatever. Um, yeah, I was wondering that too. Not, not enough to, like, write it down or genuinely <laughs> ask about it. But I oh, was yeah. like, no, what's that mean? Yeah, no lyrics, by the way, uh, available online. No. So again, always makes it a little bit more of a bitch to, like, keep up with what's happening. But you know what? This, this is how I used to do things anyway, right? Like, this is how I, I used right. to just, like, listen to rap mm. songs and be like, mm, before the lyric sites, you know? So we're taking it back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then, but this song is like, oh, man, this joint is more for the headphones. Yeah, it's more for the headphones. Is there absolutely no knock happening, <laughs> you know? And then the beat work is just a little... It's like, mm, just for the headphones. And it's like, there's nothing filling up the space, bro. Like, what what's happening here? Um, vibe, I kind of enjoyed a little bit more. I, I thought the hook was at least okay. Like, with the weird lyrics about him, like, taking drugs and being like, I saw the grid, I, like, I took some shrooms, and I saw the grid that made reality, and you were me, and we were free. And, um... Oh yeah, where he was like, once upon a time, I was getting high, romanticized suicide, but I made it out alive on the other side. I'm like, you know, I thought it was at least like a, you know, trippy sort of weird, like little bit of something, you know what I mean? Um, Gone was cool. It had that Hammond organ in it. That was pretty tight. It actually brought a lot of a uh, production quality there. And I actually kind of like the hook where he's like, I'm gone, but uh, and I'm on to what I'm on, but like, I kind of thought that was a little cool. Um, Bruce X Wayne. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm searching for the product like watching up a Gotham. Uh, it was okay. I, I like the little electric guitar on the hook, but all of these like things that are, like sound like cool parts just feel slightly weirdly too muted. Where it's just like they're just like afraid of making too much noise, including his vocals. Man, you know what's funny? I, I'm gonna leave a lot of my impressions and opinions to when you're finished, but I did just want to interject with that one thing. I thought he was too present in the mix. I thought he was way too upfront, and I wouldn't have minded if the instrumental was a little louder. I can, I can get what you're saying in that regard. I guess it was just the fact of the affectation of how he was rapping that made it feel that way for me. In fact, like a lot of times he would be warbly in the tone, and when he's like doubling himself on the mixes, where like you can tell like the tones of the notes aren't oh. matching, where it's just like, uh, you know, I feel like martyrdom was probably the strongest one, just because. It was purposely being like kind of soft with the tone and what was happening and like the ending kind of just had him just doing the hook by himself like acapella. So it was like, okay, that was that kind of fit together. Like, I don't really know what it was about, but it, all of them, all of them were falling to the martyrdom. So, you know, whatever, whatever that's worth, you know what I mean? <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Steve Scott, hip hop did show promise. Sure, sure. And I did, on more tracks than not, like his flow. There are some times, though, where I feel like he loses it entirely and gets lost in the sauce, starts tripping over himself, mm -hmm. gets a little clunky. My biggest complaint is the singing. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it's just that's so gotta weird. go. Yeah, it's not good, and you do it on way too many songs that I just don't think need them, or at least don't need you singing them. That's kind of where, like, maybe if you got like a sample, maybe, or if you got someone else that can do it. But yeah, I thought his flow of the rapping was okay enough. The singing wasn't it for me at all. Um, I wasn't here for that. I didn't think that sounded very good at all. I wasn't wowed by hardly any of the instrumentals. Cloud 50, in my opinion, being one of the worst cuts. Yes, <laughs> it was the worst Where one. I specifically wrote down, it's a substantial step down from the first track. The instrumental is not good at all. I thought the second verse fell apart. That whole bit about the headphones. There's nothing happening to make you go like, oh, yeah, you can hear how it's for the headphones. You hear the deepness of the bass. Sounds like it's more for the... I didn't think there was a lot of personality here. So when the song like Bruce X Wayne, I thought that was so boring. And the beat was like nothing. So when the instrument, when the lyrics end and the beat goes on for like a whole nother minute, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Like this beat isn't anything impressive. Why am I hearing it for so long? <laughs> And a big complaint I have, and I understand that this is a very an easy trap you could fall into as someone who's new at it. Getting to regardless. I have a pet peeve about baseless brags. <laughs> the I'm gonna be legendary. <laughs> I'm do- it's like what on this specifically <laughs> would lead me to believe, oh yeah, we're gonna be talking about and again, like, this is very basic. That name is not memorable at all. I mean, Steve's you know, got hip-hop. As a rapper, you gotta talk yourself up, but there comes a certain point where, like, yeah, the, the kayfabe breaks when it's when it's kind of obvious, like, the quality. <laughs> as the opposite of what you had said earlier, Martyrdom, I thought, was one of the weaker ones. It got the weak singing on it again. And something I was just so put off by was the weird layered vocals where like they didn't match up and it just sounded kind of awkward and I didn't know why he was doing it. I thought the strongest cuts were the first one, Conflicted, and even then, I'm not a fan of typical weed Bars. Yeah, guy rap. Yeah, I put the nugget to. Although I did like. He That's had the one... first bar. I'm yeah. just like, oh man, really? Yeah. Right out the like, gate oh, with that. I'm huh? like this, but uh, oh, I, no. I at least like like the one lyric where he says, "Uh, you take a statement that I'm making, then you twist it. Maybe the yeah. feelings that I have made it sound different. Like I kind of like that sort of. That was a decent hook. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of a lyric right there. But uh, the rest of the song didn't really follow that sort of like, you know, thinking of where it was going. You know what I mean? Um, I also wrote down that there's a part, I think, at the end of the first verse where it just sounds like he runs out of breath. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Like, there's a big stretch where like he's going and going and going and then it just ends on this like whimper. And it's like, oh, man, you could have done a couple different takes. I wouldn't have faulted you on that. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how it honestly feels with some of this. It felt like some of this just needed another take, you know? Like, yeah. To just be presentable enough, you know? Yeah, I, um, I wasn't wowed by it, but like I said, there is some promise tucked in there somewhere. If you brush off the, like, the singing and amp the, uh, amp the production up a bit, 
but um, I walked away with a two. Uh, I actually gave it a one and a half. <laughs> nice guy rap critic, not so nice as one would have perceived. <laughs> uh, moving on to a request by Olivia Smith, requesting Sufjan Stevens, Carrie, and Lowell. Sufjan Stevens, I've been casually checking out for the past few months, listening to a couple different albums, none of which sound like this. Very eclectic in the discography. So, like, I listened to one that was more electronic. I listened to a couple of his earlier ones that were more folky, kind of indie, but not this, not this bare bones. What's what's fascinating to me is that when I, uh, like, looked it up and, you know, was listening to the first song and then, like, I scrolled down a little bit and I saw that, oh, uh, Death, with, Death uh, with Dignity was used for the trailer of Life is Strange's spinoff, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. And I was like, this exactly sounds like that music. Wow. That, you know, the Life is Strange, oh, an indie video game, so we gotta get a guy on the guitar plucking a little boom to bow. And my soul, American girls, oh, the things that you do, you know? <laughs> like, no, that's such a weird application for <laughs> anything off this extremely personal album. Yeah, right? <laughs> the pull quote here from Genius, uh, the album sees him explore the fallout from the 2012 death of his mother, Carrie, and the relationship between Stevens and Carrie's second husband, Lowell, who helped Stevens found his record label. Sufjan dealing with venting the complicated emotions that he's feeling following his mother's passing. I'm just going to cut to the chase. I really dug this. There are some real standouts on here. No real duds to speak of. I guess, if nothing else, um, I really like Sufjan's delivery, but... It gets tiresome. Yeah, it gets a little doldrumy, you know. I could see someone like not enjoying it if you're not like hooked into the emotional journey of what's happening. But I will say, I was so into the new age Simon and Garfunkel feel that this album gave me right. that, like, I-, I was riding with it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I wish it would have been a little bit more. There would have been a little bit more uh, variety in yeah. the delivery. Yeah, because... Give us a Cecilia, you know, like. <laughs> Hey, yeah, because by the end of the album, I was I was kind of checking out, unfortunately. Um, But I think a vast majority of this album is extremely strong. And I've got I've got so many fives in a row. Like it's it's absurd. But um, what were your uh, takeaways from this one? Uh, Basically, the the discussion that we had just had, actually, where it was just like, I I think it's a very awesome, like, strong, emotional project. And actually, I I did really enjoy, like, some of the variation that you do get in here. I mean, not variation in terms of, like, yeah, this is a really fast track and then a slow track, but, like, they're mostly mostly pretty adagio, (laughs) and, like, for the most part. But, but, you know, I do enjoy the... um, um, how do you say, like the musical palette and how it would be like, it would feel like it's just this weird, like open cavernous sort of Kate Bush feeling thing, but then there'd be just like 
little bit of country plucking guitar in there and then they'd be like layered over some like synth bleeps and bloops that actually really work together in the strangest way and you're just like what the fuck yeah wait a minute (laughs) where are we going here (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i gotta i gotta give it that um but yeah, um, and and I like this sort of you know cold, almost ghost-like voice with how he sings. Like I said, very Simon yeah. Garfunkel, but just one of them, <laughs> you know, uh, just the higher harmonizing one. <laughs> this was definitely a lyric-led experience for me because a lot of the instrumentals are very sparse. Looking through here, songs like. Eugene and 4th of July stand out especially and for those to be you know fucking uh back to back butting up against each other the mix of whether or not this song is going to be straightforward very direct to the point I'm going to tell you about personal experiences or the extremely colorful uh, religious, right? The metaphorical, yeah. I, I I really dug into that, yeah. Where it's just like, ooh, okay, wait a minute. He's like, he's being an artist right now. <laughs> he takes you down two very different uh, different uh, avenues, like um, on the track right before Eugene, drawn to the blood, uh, with the blood on my sleeve, Delilah, avenge my grief. How God of Elijah? How God of Elijah? Like what? The, oh my! And just the delivery on these two. Is yeah. so. I, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a given, but the word that came to mind was intentional, which I guess every delivery would be intentional. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the oh, fuck that means. Oh, uh, saying this part. <laughs> yeah, but I guess just like how like you could tell the place it's coming from. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And on Eugene, uh, this was up to this point on the album the most uh, lyrically direct. Because a lot of them up to this point were using metaphors, oftentimes the religious ones. This one, though, uh, really uh, stuck with me. Light struck from the lemon tree. What if I'd never seen hysterical light from Eugene? Lemon yogurt. Remember I pulled at your shirt. I dropped the ashtray on the floor. I just wanted to be near you. Like, ugh. God damn, dude. So many of these just, like, really cut to the fucking center of you. But that is not to say, or that is not to leave out, rather, the aforementioned duality of the emotions here. Because there is a great sense of loss and dealing with that, but there is oftentimes a lot of resentment yeah and that and, comes through oh my goodness yeah and and it was one of those things where it was like as i was listening to it, it was like it does feel weirdly ambiguous because he's not just like all the way in love with his mom and just thinking about her Absolutely there's a lot of no. like there's a lot of direct questioning of like wait am i over like you know praising this? like him actively saying that we're just like am i just thinking too much of you just because you're gone right now like just that emotion openly being said in this way that feels so like directly irreverent despite the you know down toneness of the music like there's some lyrics here that really like push out at you where you're like whoa for for someone singing so like you know bonnie bear like he's like that's like mm. weirdly into 
you're right there. Uh, I just wanted to uh, point out just the beginning really quick because that, that melody of the first song is so fun good. Spirit of my silence, I can hear you, but I'm mm. afraid to be near you, and I don't know where to begin. You know, like, oh, the ghostly yeah. faded harmonies of that. And then at the end, the, the like, after the end of the song, you just hear the little bit of a, a hint of a country slide guitar. And I remember being like, what's yeah. <laughs> like, you just ended with, oh, and we could be going somewhere a little here throughout the album, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, so the lyric uh, in Should've Known Better, where he goes like, when I was three, three, maybe four, she left us at that video store. And I remember that, that being like, wait, what the fuck? And like, wait, who left? Yeah. Wait, his mom left him at a video? Wait a minute. <laughs> and then later on, I uh, see on this album, where it's just like, yeah, apparently his mom abandoned him at a young age, only to come back into his life, like right before she had gotten cancer or something to that effect. And I was like, oh, ooh, that is a little rough. Oh, goddamn. Uh. Yeah, so there's a lot of working his way through the emotions right in front of your eyes. Yeah. It's very fascinating. Yeah, well, it's like, it's that crazy feeling when you feel like, did you did you work on this song or is this song all happening in real time to me as it's coming out? You know what I mean? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I just seeing this happen? Like, <laughs> should I be seeing this? It yeah. feels a little... Yeah, do you need a minute? <laughs> like, <laughs> almost too raw. Yeah, but you know, ooh, our artists bleed for us, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I'm all about it to a certain... To a certain extent you know what i mean um oh yeah and it was all of me wants all of you that was the lyric uh that was uh, the song where he goes like shall we beat this or celebrate it you're not the one to talk things through you check your texts while i'm masturbated <laughs> Man, like, I'm oh yeah and i remember hearing that like that lyric just was the first one that really threw me off because i was like wait this is supposed to be like soulful indie boy like what what's all this talk about masturbation <laughs> that, that's not supposed to be in one of these songs you know <laughs> there's um, one song i forget which but it, it was like basically like implying like are you the angel we make you out to be kind of yeah yeah like whoa mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> like yeah oh my geez. god yeah and, and just on the hook where he's like revelation may come true and then all of me wants all of you but then he says now all of me thinks less of you <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know just like little things where you're just like is, oh, is that how i felt wait wait a minute <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, definitely made me, you know, fucking John Legend, eat your heart out. Fucking all of me wants all of you. Like, right. that, that can fucking kick rocks. This is the shit right here. Yeah, this is the complex um, emotion that you need, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, really lays it out. Oh, and 4th of July, I really enjoyed when yeah. you hear the ethereal block chord sort of, like, lightly chiming in, the ambient noise that you hear in the background. And then, like, after each line, I think it's in the second verse, like, after every line, like, he'll lay it out for a bit, and then you'll hear this ominous deep buzzing <laughs> like you're like oh. yeah, sitting at the bed with the halo at your head was it all a disguise like junior high <laughs> I was like whoa what the uh, fuck <laughs> that was the one I was thinking about yeah oof god <laughs> sounds um, like the fucking uh, aliens from that what was that movie uh, projection or visitation or the thing with the, the oh. splotted circle where it looks like a squid made it or something you know like time is a, a circle science? or something no god no what, get out of my face <laughs> Jonathan, get the fuck out of here. I honestly haven't film. seen that many movies, so. <laughs> no, it, it was some movie that came out recently with, like, Visitors or something like that. Where, oh. You, you know what I'm trying to say, right? The audience I out there knows. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. I'm just going to say, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going to finish I actually right have... uh, the movie Visitors. <laughs> like, I knew all along. <laughs> <laughs> I have quoted from 4th of July the, uh, Shall we look at the moon, my little loon, why do you cry? Make the most of your life while it's still rife, while it is light. 
Well, you do enough talk, my little hawk, why do you cry? Tell me, what do you learn from the Tillamook burn or the 4th of July? We're all going to die. Oh, God, I'm just repeating that. Oh, man, it it, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, yeah, that's who, you know, like darkness. Yeah, you've got to be that. And then as it just keeps going, we're all going to die. It's just like, okay, stop making me think about it. That's definitely one of the like, should I leave you alone for a minute? Yeah. (laughs) I wrote down from um, the only thing to the uh, should I tear my eyes out now? Everything I see returns Mm. to you somehow. Mm. Should I tear my heart out now? Everything I feel returns to you somehow. I want to save you from your sorrow. Trigger warning for suicidality here. But uh, (gasps) Oh, yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The only thing that keeps me from driving this car, half-light, jackknife into the canyon at night... Signs and wonders, Perseus aligned with the skull. Like, just like, the only thing that's keeping me from killing myself is, just, I just looked up at the beauty of the stars, and I was just thinking about that, and just hoping it makes me not think about anything uh, else, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah. man, the only thing that keeps me from cutting my arm, crosshatch, warm bath, holiday in after dark, signs and, wa- and wonders, water stain, writing the wall, Daniel's message, blood of the moon on us all. Just like, oh, it's just so pulling you in asunder into this dark fucking emotions, man. Oddly enough, I thought the title track, uh, Carrie and Lowell, was, like, unprecedentedly upbeat. Yeah, you hear the plickety-plucking of the country blues guitar, you know? (laughs) It definitely didn't last long, but it started out more upbeat, you know? It was just like... Huh. And I really okay, like. I didn't expect this. And I really like the spiraling up melody you hear right at the um, drunk as a horsefly, climbing the mattress pad. Like, th- right that part, every time that came in, that was just like a sweet little. Mm, yeah, that, that was that uh, uh, Pasha meme from fucking um, the movie with the llama. You know, just the. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what was that fucking movie? Uh, the, not The King and I. Uh, that fucking, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> it was that Pasha meme, just the. Mm, oh, yes, yes. That's just what I need in this indie, you know, music. That little twist up on the melody. Oh, this is this is hitting the playlist right now. This has made it onto the playlist just just through that. <laughs> now, it, this is the point where I'm kind of like, I kind of drop off a little bit. Yeah, you know, I get it. The last few cuts are okay, but mm. they are nothing compared to how this album starts. And it starts to feel a little samey, like, in the shadow of what has already happened, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. definitely. I came away with a four. I gave it a four and a half. Hey, Offgoers, Muse here. I just wanted to let y'all know before we got into the Daughters review that after we reviewed the album, we were uh, made aware of some pretty horrifying accusations against the front men of Daughters. I just want to let you all know that we were not aware of the accusations beforehand, and if we were, we would have addressed it. But going forward, I will be doing the research into the albums that we are requested, so we don't have an awkward uh, situation like this again going forward. You won't get what you want by daughters requested by Wrist of Kings. Wrist of Kings coming through yet again. RC. Stop. (laughs) Dude, you know I have to. Look. Before I say anything about this, I got to. (laughs) 
got to, got to, got to hear what you got to say. Uh, you know, I actually had a pretty good time with this record. I had a solid enough time mm. with this record. Um, cool. I think it might have been like the like blaring organic drums juxtaposed against the like synthy weird shit that would just like come yeah. in every now and then and just like punctuate moments where we're just like this is making this hit in a weird way and then just the fact that like the, the guy who's like uh the main singer it's more like he's doing like a fucking slam poetry thing which just hits different <laughs> yeah. it just hits with a different type of energy we're just like where the fuck are you going like i'm going along with him i don't know where the fuck is <laughs> where the fuck are you taking me i didn't say slow down i just i'm just asking <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I just want to know. Yeah, but the it starts off with the very where it's just like we're just going really simple, and then all of a sudden, like the fucking he comes in. The city is an empty glass. Words do nothing. No one sleeps. The city is an empty glass. Shops are closed. There is nothing, and then, like it's one of those things where it's just like. Oh, what year did this come out? Oh, oh, before the pandemic? Interesting. (laughs) The only thing I knew about this album was that I remember that Fantano gave it like a 10. (laughs) Damn. And there's so few albums that he gives like perfect 10s to. Right. So it's stuck in my brain. Also, what what didn't help or what didn't hurt me remembering that specifically was this fucking cover. Uh, Yeah, the like... Paint, the the brush of the paint with the little spackling on the bottom to represent that face. Yeah. It's just this creepy, like, thumbprint. It's, it's like a fingerprint of a face, yeah. almost. <laughs> like, and it's so, like, well, if I didn't know what I was getting myself into, the cover definitely does let you know what kind of time you're in for, I think. <laughs> just the title you won't get what you want <laughs> like, yeah. oh, oh shit. No, throw away your expectations now it's not gonna be what you want <laughs> this is not the feel good experience you are hoping for this is not the mood bringer upper from the Sufjan Stevens <laughs> album that you were hoping for oh this man. is this is even more plunging you into the more. <laughs> but faster now <laughs> Dragging you even deeper, yeah, <laughs> for real. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and really, there's only like one track on the album that even gives you a fucking rest. Like, yeah. for the most part, this album is full speed ahead. Oh my god, just the way the first track ends, and it's like you know it ends a little like a bit more dour and ending, and then track two just it's like ah! like every time I heard it, it scared me a little bit. I was like ah! this album will just like like it really is like calm before the storm so many times throughout this album where it just kind of like especially like the first track where it it just like it starts with that really simple beat it's like a little thumping almost like a heartbeat kind of yeah and just like this random like either like snare or just like pa. it's just gonna you know it's like like every time it happens you're like ugh and then it all just goes silent and then just explodes again it's like oh my god like every time you think it's over when you think it's gonna chill out it doesn't it only gets more in your face and wild chugging craggy synths on long road no turns (laughs) 
<laughs> orphan, no parents, you know? And then just the weird fragmentation that kind of give me a bit of skinny puppy vibes. But I honestly, you know, I, I feel like I enjoy this a lot more. Possibly just because I'm not in the, like, time of when that came out, probably. is like, I feel like that kind of just, like, affects it, you know, a certain way, too. Because, right, that shit was, like, 1990. So, you know, th there's that sort of, like, you know, disconnecting from what are you you talking know, about? The, the moment. The Skinny Puppy album that we reviewed. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I kind of got that feel a little bit where he just goes, like, please, your heart, too. Please, your heart, too. Like, what, what are you saying? And then just the, it may please your heart to see some shackled wrists and throat naked as the day they were born. And it's like, well, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> Would it? <laughs> but, but, you know, but it's call, calling back. Remember you were, you were talking about, like, you know, the hatred that we all kind of, like, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, accept Just in, in observe. our world. And, and it's like, is it like, yeah, is this talking about the, pre, the prison system and how, you know, we treat, like, you know, criminals, right? Like, yeah, it pleases us to for them to be punished. You know what I mean? Like... Yes, this is this is what's gonna make us happy, you know. And, and I think there's one lyric is like, "You don't want it to happen to you, though." <laughs> Satan in the way. That, this is what I was feeling. So Satan in the way was the first one that felt like a song. Song. The fucking imagery, top notch, top shelf stuff here. The first track where it was just like droning. I thought that worked for that first cut, but I was very relieved when the vocals switched up. Oh, yeah, that it wasn't just repeating a, a phrase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it did actually switch up and it came a little bit more lively for most of the rest of the album. It only gets like to a droning state, only like a couple more songs later on. Mm. I didn't even point out, but there's a weird part in City Song where later on in the song, like as a verse is going, you just kind of hear him in the background going, ah. Ah, yeah, that was. <laughs> ah, like, what is like? Are you okay? Like, what's happening to you? It's like you're so less like. I'm trying to enjoy this, but I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on back like, there. It's like the assholes uh, who uh, produce for corn. You know, they're like, no, keep it recording, even though he's going crazy. Like, keep it. We gotta keep this. We're gonna make money on this shit. <laughs> Flammable man and the Lord's song. These two criminally short songs they're both like two minutes and change but the flammable man goes so fucking hard and it does this thing where like the drumming is going faster and faster and then it just kind of starts to glitch yeah like the glitch effect on that and then you even hear it like it's like in the noise and the the strings and everything just kind of sounds like a fucking fever dream. And it's going so fast for only like two minutes. And it just ends with this fucker yelling, Is something burning here? Or is it me? Yeah. <laughs> is something burning? Or is it me? Like, oh shit. <laughs> it's a mood. <laughs> the fucking last track, I don't wanna I don't wanna skip ahead to it specifically, but just the fucking let me in! Oh lord! Let me oh, in! Oh lord! Oh man, you won't get what you want, people! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> fucking chills on top of chills. God damn! Yeah. So much emotion, uh, so much raw emotion in this. One of the songs that I actually like didn't like as much is Less Sex. Uh, the one that weirdly, was kind of like the chill down rest track. Yeah. 
right yeah <laughs> and it's like you, i feel like i do want some sort of variation but this one just uh just didn't give it to me in the right I way it felt too much like a from the soundtrack of the queen of the damned early 2000s oh. type of movie, you, know I mean? mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying See, where it was just like mm, this feels a little too basic and here <laughs> i was thinking you would be like appreciative because i didn't think you would really dig this i thought it'd be a, a bit too much but it isn't it is it isn't so much noise as it is albums we've talked about before where it's just like you really do got to be like it's very niche like to enjoy like this one uses the noise in a much more tasteful way i think that is as terrifying as this album can be oddly um accessible i think the more we describe it is going to seem less and less likely but you just got to hear it for yourself <laughs> and it's like i said you know like i feel like it also has a like you know you can say like oh you know uh, only people who like noise right but you know if we're to be reviewers and we're talking about like what most people should you know would be interested in listening to right like you know there's that level of like hey i mean yeah some shit that is like this ah, it's just kind of not as accessible but i honestly like we were saying like i feel like this has this weirdly accessible point to it with how it it pulls you in like it shows you the emotionality that that uh that justifies the insanity of the musicality you know what yeah. i'm saying and so it's like when you when you can feel why it's going to these weird places that's what pulls you into it more you know what i'm trying to say um and if you can get down and relate to the anger which i think for the past couple of years most people probably would be able to <laughs> all right this could be this could have the potential of being a very cathartic uh listen getting into daughters the electric uh. guitars the way the electric guitars on this album ring like these fucking warning sounds oh like, my god oh, fucking the dissonant chords <laughs> it's like oh my god against the steady knock of the organic drums it's just so fucking oh man it hits you it fucking hits you there are there are a few times where it just sounds like warning sirens for real like yeah <laughs> there's a lot here to make you very anxious like like i said before yes there's parts where the instrumental will just kind of loop and it just kind of puts you on edge but yeah then there's songs like daughter which i thought was so fucking dope but it had the most interesting opening where it was just like these strings just starting way back in the mix like it's so quiet and compared to the rest of the album it's just like it's it's got to be like the most quiet toned down part on the whole album and it's just like what's going on back there i thought the reason they hate me was one of the most conventional accessible tracks i guess that don't oh, yeah, tell yeah. me how to do my job don't tell me how to do my job the opening with the the rotating sound of the melody and the again the chaotic sound of the guitars is like i don't think it's the same exact melody from another track but it has that same feeling of like, <laughs> like sometimes it feels like it's just like a chop sometimes it feels like like it's physically stabbing you which just helps like even like satan in the weight and ocean song which are both like over seven minutes long i'm fine with it like I didn't even notice <laughs> they do not feel it 
man. Like, yeah. either they switch up enough that you don't really even notice it's the same song, which I know right. happens a couple times. Where it's like, is this still the same track? I know the first track does that. Where it's like starts and stops like two times. And you don't even realize you're listening to the same song until like, oh yeah, that, that drum beat is kind of familiar. I think I'm still listening to the first track. Otherwise, it's just like you're going in so many different places. But Ocean Song, <laughs> I have written down oh, man. as a very tongue-in-cheek sarcastic joke. Uh, typical song about wanting more out of life. <laughs> oh, this is his Disney fucking I want song. Oh, no, I, I have everything, but I want more. I know I'm, you know, I'm going to be where the people are. I'm the Disney princess. I've got everything. But something tells me to just walk into the fucking ocean. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> just run. Into run. The, well, see, I, I wasn't necessarily sure. I thought the idea is that he was in the ocean and trying to see if there's more beyond like the waves of of the you know doldrums of his life like that's what i was trying that's what i was kind of getting from it but like like it was a metaphor and he, that, that that this is what he was running away from you know what i'm saying yeah, I, I think he was <laughs> running from land just into the fucking water because <laughs> <laughs> like they, they kind of make it ambiguous as to like directly what he is doing you know yeah. like it's just like he is running but it's not really like they give you all the description of him like in the act of running but they're not giving you like a destination you know man and the aforementioned outro is just like no resolve no comfort no comfort <laughs> no exit it's as hectic and as chaotic as you've come to expect if not more so and just the extremely haunting, just let me in. Just like, oh my god, it's <laughs> like fucking no. <laughs> You're just listening to him. Just be like, the fuck? Do you hear yourself? God no. I don't even think I need to say it, but I gave this a fucking resounding t- uh, five. I gave it a four and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I mean, look, look, like I said, there was that uh, middle track or two that of course. I like, didn't enjoy as much, and like, I'm not gonna act like, you know, this ain't exactly going on the playlist normally. Oh, sure. It's like, oh my god, I'm in this world, and <laughs> I get out, I just got out, that was crazy and insane, and I totally get the artistic merit behind that, I can't go back there, man. <laughs> If you are listening on Spotify, I should have said this at the top, under the little thumbnail for the show, a uh, a little place you can click and give us a star rating. They could not have made this any easier. It is right the fuck there. You click it, it brings up a little menu where you can click how many out of five stars you would rate our show. And at this point, I couldn't imagine it would be anything less than a five. Right. Look, look at us giving you this content. <laughs> I mean, I'm just calling it like I seize it. It's so easy. It takes you no time at all. It would help us out a great deal. Uh, I'd greatly appreciate it. The three albums that were uh, reviewed today were submitted by listeners. Uh, not unlike yourself. Oh, could I submit a request? Oh, surely no, they not wouldn't me. me. <laughs> oh, no. N- so not slow. a scrawny... No, absolutely not. <laughs> so frail. 
<laughs> I don't know what that would have to do with anything do with it at all. But they just take one look at me and, and turn me away. My tastes are whack. <laughs> They're gonna say the album is mid. There's a chance. There's a chance, but hey, there's Almost only one baby. way to find out. <laughs> You gotta head over to our Kofi. That is ko-fi.com slash going off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. And you can request an album to be reviewed on a future episode of the show. Specifically, I want to uh, shout out my Patreon because we've got a new goal uh, in mind where we're trying to switch it over to just uh, one-time uh, monthly payments. And, you know, uh, because the way I was doing it before was like per creation. So, yeah, what I'm asking is that uh, folks join uh, the Patreon po- uh, yeah, the Patreon for Rap Critic uh, for $2 and you can help me get to the goal. I'm already a third of the way. I'm already over a third of the way there, actually. I'm also giving lots of incentives like for the $2 thing you get to join the patreon discord we're gonna have movie and game nights you get to see the uh, exclusive episodes of my movie podcast you know what i'm saying you get to see rap critic episodes early so it's like a whole bunch of shit that you get for the two dollar thing and then i have a five dollar tier where uh we're having a bi-monthly um q a session on discord purely for the five dollar uh patrons and of course i'm doing my twitch streams over at uh, uh twitch.tv slash rap critical uh, where I do my Billboard Top 100 streams. I'm actually in the middle of doing uh, uh, the 2021 year right now while I'm in the middle of working on my Best of 2021 list. You know, and I'm actually playing uh, some of my... Uh, in the list, I'm playing some of the, like, you know, the songs that didn't make the, uh, you know, my list to, to be like, a, hey, this is joints that are good, but just not on the level of the joints that I'm going to be picking, you know? <laughs> and we've been super active on the fan house there was a stretch where we didn't know what we were doing with it and weren't posting any content to it. But those days are clearly behind us because for the past few weeks now, I am very proud to say there has been video content, exclusive video content. Let me make that clear. Posted to FanHouse every day for the past two, three weeks. There are two live reaction Kids Bop song uh, videos posted every day so you it's completely unedited video of listening to the entire kids bop song in full my in most cases first time hearing it and just my raw genuine reaction to the song and the goal is to listen to every almost 900 kids bop songs uh, to finally, definitively, once and for all, say what the 10 best and 10 worst are. Um, so this is following me on that journey. And it is currently $3 a month to be subscribed to the fan house with a $10 uh, discount if you subscribe for three months. But that was a price I set when I wasn't posting regular content. Now that I am posting regular content, I think it's worth more than that. So it's probably going to go back up to five at some point soon. But if you want to get in at the three dollar level and not have to worry about it, go ahead, uh, subscribe for three months at the three dollar level. So you don't got to worry about that price increase for a little while and enjoy the videos that have been posted so far and enjoy, like I said, two new videos 
every afternoon. Oh, and I actually uploaded a uh, Christmas song. I know it's afterwards now, but, um, you know, it's just, just a fun extra thing to be like, hey, thanks for being fans. Uh, I uploaded this song where I sang uh, like a Nat King Cole song, but I, I parodied a Nat King Cole song that wasn't about Christmas to make it about Christmas. Which song? Well, you'll have to uh, become a patron to listen, but it's only that $2 mark, you know what I'm saying? Help your boy get up to that 750 and then to 1000 and then to the 1500 so we can just do it a one-time, you know, joint, you know what I'm saying? But until next time, for Going Off, I'm Muse. And I'm the Rap Critic, and bam, bam, little something I've been meaning to tell you about the podcast on the edge of the net. Bam, bam, no one should ever listen. You know it's bad, bad, bad. It gets worse every new year, but man, the fucking co-hosts are rad. Oh, yeah, bam, bam.